0: You can grab a couple guys and... Well, that sounds weird. They're just white people with guns. Why touch something that was good? So, who's who's keeping track of the 30 seconds? Please, people are way too sensitive for it.
1: Fanboy Fanboy Fight Fight Club.
0: Hello, fanboys and girls, and welcome to another episode. The Fanboy Fight Club podcast, brought to you by Media Junkies. Every Tuesday, we grace your ears with either a new or classic episode you can find all of our previous episodes in our show's archives. Just search for Media Junkie on your favorite podcast app. Now, this is our flagship podcast, but if you love the sound of our voices, we have three other podcasts for your listening enjoyment. You love video games, you can check out Why Are You a Gamer podcast. If you like Mike and I and love wrestling, you can find us on the Gimmick Minute wrestling podcast. You can also check out Wes and Jamar on the Division 2 podcast entitled Rogue Agents. ...where you can find out tons of great information about the game. If you're using Apple Podcasts and you feel we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review. You. you can also follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at MediaJunkieVids... ...or interact specifically with this podcast, at FBFC Podcast. My name is Jason. I have the pleasure of hosting this show. It's time to introduce you to the fanboys. Then we're going to enter the ring for the main event. That's where the Fight Club part comes in. So without further ado... We have a full cast of characters in this week's show. First, the man who co-starred in Media Junkie, fresh from an Oscar party, where his face won Best Comedy. We got the one and only Wes. How we doing, buddy? You're goddamn right <laughs> it, did. Damn.
2: Goddamn right <laughs> it, did. Hey, at least I didn't win an Oscar for, you know, delivering the best cappuccinos to stars or some shit, so. This is go. true.
0: Yeah, you're not the <laughs> best grip. <laughs>
2: oh, no, I have the best grip.
0: That's <laughs> 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 So oh. next, the fanboy oh wants to know why you're a gamer. His internal batter, battle between PC and PS4 is sure to win him the Oscar for best fights. Jamar, how are we doing tonight?
3: I'm doing pretty great. I'm not too loud, am I? You're a little loud, but it's okay. Oh jeez! Oh jeez! I was joking.
0: Your your voice your voice is so so radiant that it just it it just can't be contained. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's a judge this week, so it's okay.
4: <laughs> I know, so like, you, you suck <laughs> up to him to do anything for you this week, so.
0: <laughs> His current living situation is sure to bag in the Oscar for best drama. Returning to the show after missing last week, we have Jake. How's it going, buddy?
1: <laughs> I, I like how you tried to make that into a joke, and it just didn't really work. Oh, oh it's it pretty is. good to be. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
0: man. Finally, my other co-host from the Giving Minute Wrestling Podcast and the person behind all the graphics across the media, Junkie, and he sells t-shirts on tpublic.com, the guy who is always sure to be nominated but never win, Michael. What's up, buddy?
4: Oh, man. You just described my life in a nutshell.
0: Oof. Right? I thought that would hit home.
4: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, this doesn't affect right. my fucking fight. <laughs> all right. So, this is the part of the show where we get kind of. T- uh, last few weeks, we really haven't had much, but I know at least two fifths of us went to see Bird's Parade this weekend. So, how was it?
3: Well, I'll start by saying it was really awesome. It was a really right. fun, fun no, movie. Yeah. It was, it was a fucking blast from start to finish. Like my,
4: still, my only complaint is that they dressed them all like a bunch of drug addict college students. Like
3: beyond <laughs> that, like I enjoyed the movie a lot. It's not saying much, but it might be DC's. Second best movie? Well, well, I wouldn't go that far. Ooh, would. it's still really good.
1: <laughs> I have I haven't even seen it yet, and I would go that far.
3: <laughs> wow! It doesn't beat out Batman vs Superman.
4: I- I'm it's sorry, really but we're talking about the guy over here who no. didn't even go see. It's one of the most highest grossing R rated movies DC ever put out, and he's gonna say that Birds of Prey was their best movie. Like. Hmm, Maybe go see the movies, and then we'll we'll talk.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, are you talking about the Joker? Because that's not in like the DC universe. Like we're not. Counting, I, this, like, there is no all DC universe DC anymore. Ninety percent of their fucking movies are indi- individual movies.
3: <laughs> well, I kind of feel like this. I mean, One Woman. The DC. I mean, this yeah. this one's a part of their main
4: continuity, but the only yeah. they aren't doing anything connected anymore. There's they're not going to they really, hell. They fucking did everything they could to not show Jared Leto in this movie.
2: <laughs> that makes sense, though. Makes sense. But it's it's hilarious because Jake is so low. He's like, "Well, they made Wonder Woman too."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! All right, cool. All right, anything else? Have anything they want to bring? No, no other opinions on it. All right, so we'll get into the main event. I'm gonna let Jamar kind of introduce the main event, and then I'll introduce the contestants, just because my voice needs rest. I've been sick, so uh, Jamar, why don't you? uh, so everybody, the main
3: event. Yeah. take a break, Jason. Go ahead and gargle something, and I'll go ahead and do this main event. Appreciate Welcome it. to the main event. It is time for the main event. I don't know why I read that. Anyways, so <laughs> who doesn't love the '80s? Am I right? Brought so many amazing trends and cool movies. So we decided to actually give some sequels to some '80 movies that we felt that really deserved it. So. I'm pretty excited to see what you guys all came up with. Now, of course, Mike didn't get to choose his movie because, um, excuse me, he's the bitch of the week. So me and Jason decided to choose for him, and I'm excited to see what he actually does with it. Now, here's how it works. Each fighter gets an intro round to bring up their topic. After that, they get 30 seconds to defend, and then after that, 30 seconds to attack. And then lastly close it all up, put a little bow on it, and then we come down to the final judgment of who is the bitch of the week. Now, in between each round, we'll give our scores and add them all up at the end. Now, the goal is to win, but the real motivation should be not to be the loser. Trust me, you don't want to be the bitch of the week. And then if you're kind of wondering what the hell I'm talking about when I keep saying bitch of the week, it is our punishment for the Fanboy Fight Club It is bestowed upon each loser of the episode. Yeah, that sounds totally right. So since Mike is the bitch of the week, he has a very important job not to lose because he will become the double bitch of the week. And then surely if he loses and becomes a double bitch of the week, he will lose again and become the triple bitch of the week because it is an amazing name. Now, are you guys ready for the intros?
0: Um, sure. Thank you for Maybe. that, Jamar. Right.
3: I was wondering if you were. I was worried if you were done gargling.
0: No, I'm good. Go I'm good. <laughs> well, I had to plug <laughs> in my laptop because I realized that <laughs> then it was going to die soon. So that would have made this really awkward. No, well, i know uh, you, Now you know how I would have felt last week. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Fighting out of the red corner. He is a movie lover who focuses on the financials ready to lay in left and rights like they're dollars and cents. Wes, the box office. <gasps> <gasps> Fighting <laughs> out crazy. of the blue corner. He has an eccentric taste and he hates everybody and everything that doesn't agree with him. The critic of critics, Jake.
2: Man, that, that could have been either one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> if I was a bitch of the week, I would assume he's talking about me. <laughs> Fighting out of the bitch corner. He's the bitch of all bitches. The bitch of the week. Michael. (laughs) Very, very creative. (laughs) I could have done that a lot better had not been sick. So all right. I just want to point out something real quick.
4: Missed opportunity to not call him the box office barista. (laughs) Uh, That
0: would have been a throwback.
2: Excuse me, are you the host? Shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate box box office. All right. Well, we're going to get started, Jamar. I don't have my phone with me, so you might have to. Dude,
3: I got you. I am the watchman.
0: I appreciate you. All right. So we got round one on the clock. The way round one works is where everybody gets to state their case. And it looks like we have Jake up first. So, Jake, the floor is yours. Tell us the movie you chose.
1: Oh, well, well fuck. Okay. You're making me do this shit first. That's what you get for <clears> missing <throat> last week.
3: Yeah, well, I was I was random name, random fun, name. So.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, I'm just going to come out right right out and say it. I'm not going to have like this grand build up or anything. The Labyrinth needs a sequel. Now, I know what you're saying. David Bowie's dead. Don't do that. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Well, unfortunately, with his passing, we can no longer use Jareth. But he was the the Goblin King. Doesn't necessarily mean we can't go another direction. I'm thinking Tilda Swinton. She's got that really weird look. She can do it. She can act well. You know, and she has put her in a codpiece. I don't even care. It would still work. Um, So, boom, there. We have a goblin queen or king. Just, just let her decide what she wants to play. And then we can kind of develop a backstory of why Jareth is no longer there. Maybe he gets deposed because Toby escapes. No, we need another person that would fill the shoes of Jennifer Connolly. I'm thinking perhaps it could be her daughter in the movie. And to play that role, I'm thinking Thomason McKenzie. Now, for those of you don't, who, who don't know that name off the top of your head, go watch "JoJo Rabbit. It'd be ashamed that you waited this long to see it. It's an amazing movie. In JoJo Rabbit," she plays Elsa, and she does a fantastic job. She does a fantastic job dealing, uh, developing a relationship out of nothing with the main character JoJo, who's much younger than her, so you can, t- you can tell that she has that like elder sister quality to her already. And she kind of looks like Jennifer Connolly, and I think it would work really well and fit well with this new theme you have a baby of course other than that you don't need any other actors in this movie um it would be all puppeteers bring in the henson company again and brian froud let them go fucking crazy or their families because obviously you can't use jim henson but brian henson is just as good um and then any big creature you need to put a body in doug jones just give doug jones more work I don't care what it is. Just let him do everything. And then, I know what you're asking. Who can bring this scary, amazing, creepy, funny feel to this movie that the original had? And I I feel like the obvious answer would be Guillermo del Toro. So, there you have it. Guillermo del Toro, Labyrinth 2, Tilda Swinton, Thomas and McKenzie, boom. Argument done argument over the other guys don't have to say their shit.
0: All right. Well, they don't have to, but they're going to anyway. So we'll go ahead and move on to Wes. Who's going to be next in the first round.
2: You can't run. You can't hide. And eventually you'll be inside coming in 2021. (laughs) New line entertainment is proud to expand our horror franchises and announce the blob part two. Since its release in 1988, The Blob has achieved a massive cult status. As it should have, as the film is brutal and one entertaining piece of cinema. If you haven't seen the film, I would recommend you check it out tonight. One of the best aspects of The Blob is you didn't know who would live or die. The main character in the film was cut off within the first 20 minutes, keeping you on your toes. Also, kids die in the film, which usually doesn't happen. Because of that, The Blob had an exciting sense of dread. We didn't know what would happen... Because anything could. So let's talk about the plot. If you remember, the blob ended with a priest keeping a part of the blob alive in a jar. The Blob Part 2 utilizes this ending to build upon its story. The story kicks off 30 years later, and the priest still has the piece of blob alive. The priest is on his last breath, breath, whispering about the end of the world. Close-up shots of newspaper clippings recap what happened in the previous film. Eventually, the priest takes his last breath, as he, does, as he dies in the bed, the jar rolls off his body and shatters on the ground. The blob moves up to the bed and starts to eat the priest. The title card will reveal the title, The Blob Part 2, and we dissolve into a beautiful, scenic view of Arborville, California. It's been 30 years since the blob attacked Arborville, but the city will never forget. We meet our main protagonists of the film. Haley Davis and Ken Brown are engaged, enjoying a weekend away from each other at their bachelor and bachelorette parties. As Ken and his groommen are enjoying a round of golf, talking about girls and having fun, a man runs onto the course, screaming in pain. All then run over to the man to see his bottom half is covered in a pink slime and melting away. They rush the man to the hospital, and in the story, this is where all hell breaks loose. I don't want to give it away, so I'm going to refrain from, myself from digging too deep in the story. I do want to give you a hint on an exciting turn the story will take. Expect multiple blobs. I won't tell you how, or when, but expect the chaos. Let's talk about the talent. First, I want to talk about who's producing the film. Atomic Monster Productions, which is reigned by James Wan, will be producing this film. James has expressed an interest in continuing this story, and New Line couldn't think of a better production company to continue our historic partnership. James has hired Scott Kozar, who has written The Haunting of Hill House, The Machinist, and the excellent Texas Chainsaw remake to keep this story terrifying. In order to bring the reality and the brutality of the film to life, we need to make sure we had the right cast. Army Hammer and Allison Williams lead the top roles of the film. Also, Liam Neeson, Peter Dinklage, and Ben Schwartz have all signed on. Along the runtime of the film, you may even see some horror icons such as Tony Todd, Tom Savini, Robert England, and more. I don't want to give any more away, but let me say I think it'll be pleasantly surprised. When thinking of a director, we couldn't think of a better choice. Than Mike Flanagan, he has proven over and over again that he understands the blueprints to creating a successful horror film. For the special effects, we're keeping it all practical. To do this, we're bringing in Amalgamated Dynamics. You may be familiar with their work if you've seen Tremors, Starship Troopers, Alien Three, and Resurrection, Stephen King's It, Godzilla, and Spider the Spider-Man films, to name a few. Amal Dynamics is determined to pull off some of the best and nastiest practical effects you will ever see. <coughs> so the blob part two will launch worldwide on top October 15th, 2021. Remember, terror has no shape. We're excited for you to see the film. Thank you.
0: All right. Very strong opening there, Wes. I love it. All right. So last but not least, the bitch, Mike.
4: We got? Alrighty. In a world suffering from reboots and endless sequels to movies that you are older than most of the viewers, Paramount Pictures brings you another reboot sequel that you definitely don't need. A sequel about a man who never grew up, can't keep a job, had his pregnant girlfriend leave him at the altar, and even lost his best friend for getting him fired for playing hooky too much. That's right. Coming in 2020 you're going to get to witness Ferris Bueller laid off. Come see all the original cast. Take your money one
3: more time. That's right. Ferris Bueller laid off. That's what I got.
0: All right. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) That was was... (laughs) so... Whew. All right. Short That's and sweet funny. to the point, I guess. Yeah, right. i like to keep it, it short and sweet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: Um, well, I'm assuming since the the dramatic silence, this is not gonna go well for me in this round.
0: <laughs> um do you yeah. wanna go first? I, I it's I can if unless you want to.
3: Uh I think I have it scored. I'm right, being very for. fair. Yeah. Um okay. so I'm gonna go <laughs> um I'm gonna go less. Jake and Mike. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah,
0: I, I got it the exact same. <laughs> Wes, Jake, and Mike there.
4: Yeah. Wow, I don't bring any production value to mine. I get shit on. I bring production to mine. I get shit on. Dude, I am done with you round one. just going to walk a... in and not put anything on the table
3: and <laughs> fuck everyone over like Jason did last time.
0: You have, you have no detail. Like, I you... didn't need
4: detail. It's like, like a you, teaser you, trailer. Teaser you, trailers don't give you detail. Yeah, you end <laughs> um, hooked and then you just. I've <laughs> given everybody fucking a full cast and crew and, and fucking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. a before. And it still gets shit on the first round, so I'm done. I'm not bringing anything the first Round go fuck everyone over and then take the win at the end, just like uh, Jason did last week.
3: I loved the title. I loved everything about it. It just wasn't enough there. Oh I, it's my just, I have to be objective. <laughs> well, should we should we move on to round two?
0: Yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on to round two. Um, so basically. um we have the, what is this, the fuck everyone else round. This is the one I fucked up last week.
3: Yeah, not the defend round.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: this starting, is the attack.
0: starting off this round, we have Wes. So, Jamar, you got the clock. Let him know when you're ready.
3: I am ready now.
2: Alright, Jake, let's talk about The Labyrinth. They're currently working on the sequel with Fide Alvarez directing. He confirmed in late 2018 that the script was completed. To be honest, I don't believe this one will work today. All the movie's they're bringing back our blockbusters or continued horror franchises, but uh, a nice job making a fuck you round in your intro by shitting on us at the very end. Classy. Fierce Bueller laid off. This 30 second attack round is longer than your intro. He's laid off laid off from what? I mean, there's no details here. There's so much that's vague and there's no meat to attack that this is right. to
3: attack the presentation. <laughs> gotta call it quit. all right <laughs> Oh, man. It's entertaining. I love it. All right. Oh, you want me to tell them who's next?
0: No, I, I got it. Sorry. Oh, no. all right. Go ahead. No, I get it. yeah, my fault. No, you. Can, I mean, you can honestly. I'm tired. All of right, talking, so I'll pass it off to you,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mike. You're up with your 30 seconds on the clock, starting now. Whoa.
4: All right, so let's start with Jake. The Labyrinth, you're taking one of the most timeless movies that everybody loves and trying to shit on its legacy of a fucking sequel. Get out of here with that. Also, are you trying to sell the judges on Labyrinth or Jojo Rabbit? I feel like you spent more time talking about Jojo Rabbit and how great it is that you didn't even get a chance to really talk better about your Labyrinth movie. And as far as West goes, I mean, really? Did you let Jake make your pick this week? I haven't even heard of this movie. No one's going to fucking watch this. you to be confused by the fact that it's a part two because no one's even heard of the first in fucking part one.
3: All right. About a second under. Good job, good job. All right. So up next, of course, we have Jake. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
3: Attack their shit.
1: Go. All right. So you guys are, you both gave me answers for my attack round. Wes, you said that, you know, why do the labyrinth? And then that, like, fuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start with Mike. Mike, you just said why pick the labyrinth when people only want uh, because it's a classic dude Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the classic you did the same shit granted you didn't get to pick but you're still doing the same shit I am Wes you said that nobody you shouldn't touch the labyrinth oh
3: stop but that's okay I was trying to help you figure out what you're doing okay I was confused Mm -hmm. all right that was the 30 seconds though all right we're good like you're not muted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, I guess he doesn't
2: care.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So,
2: did we just have the same mistake as last week? I'm.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened there, Jake. Were you defending yourself or are you going after them?
3: I think Jake is there. I was
1: going after them oh, okay. because they, I, I was using what they used against me against them. So it wasn't really like a defend round because they were trying to say – Oh, okay, don't mess okay. with the classic. I You're it. messing I with it. the classic. No, no I yeah, I don't, don't, I gotcha,
0: yeah, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I took it as an attack. All right,
0: all right. So round two, Jamar, you got this scored out. Are You ready? Oh yeah, you can go ahead. I went my first last time. Your turn. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought Mike brought the fire. I'll go Mike West.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay, so although Mike did bring the fire, um, I went West, Mike, Jake. So, round three coming up to defend your your shit. This is the don't come for me round. Up first, we have Mike. You ready to defend? Uh, I'm ready. I'm going to keep this one real short. <laughs> All right. Seems to be the theme for you today. All <laughs> right. It's 36 on the clock. Go. So, I don't even know what
4: to say at this point because all I have is Wes boo hooing that I didn't give him enough of my teaser that I fucking put a lot of effort into fucking production value in. And even then, I gave you several reasons for why his life shit and gave you the title where he's laid off. If that's not enough to fucking entice you to be like, oh, clearly there's a reason why you're doing this, it's about him and the result of him skipping school and Jake, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, i we all were confused and you defended yourself. All you did is you took what we said and turned it around. Like, I'm rubber and you're glue. I don't know. That's all I got.
3: <laughs> all right, stop. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Up next, we have Jake. Go ahead and defend your shit. Starting now.
1: Yeah, the only reason I spent so much time on Jojo Rabbit talking about it is because nobody knows the actress by name. So that's why I did that. Also, I mean, like, yeah, I used what you guys used against me back against you. Sure, you could say it's rubber versus glue. But in the end, you guys made my points for me. I didn't even have to make an argument because every point you made was back against yourself at the same time.
3: Jake going meta on us. Yeah, you got it, man. All right, let's stop that. Ooh, excuse me last up
2: Wes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Hey Mike, you stated no one's going to watch this. I described how the film has achieved cult status since coming out. It has a large following. A lot of horror films are coming back from the eighties that have achieved cult status, like killer clowns in outer space. This movie could come back and do well too. And Jake, You didn't say a single bad thing about my movie that was bad, and I appreciate that. I know you think the idea is great, and I know sure as shit you would see this movie because it sounds fucking awesome. Thank you.
3: All right. One second on the clock. All righty. All right. What do you got, Jamar? All right. I had to do a quick amendment here. So I'm going West J. Mike. I actually had it scored the exact same. Are you you keeping score for both? I am. Yeah. Okay. Good shit. I was writing them down, but I was like, I don't know. All right. So this is the final round. Jason, if you would like to tally up the score, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to say it's a very close fight from here. So up first. It is close. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I was right. So (laughs) first we have Jake. Are you ready to close this out here with your final arguments? Oh man, I gotta go first again. I went no, first yeah, on the ha- first round.
2: Ha- have have me go first. I haven't gone first yet. You went first on the uh, the fuck you round. Fuck oh,
3: everyone round.
2: Oh, did I? Yeah, oh, that's okay. just
4: how the yeah. cycle always goes. It just this recycles all the way back <laughs> to the beginning.
3: <laughs> it's only three people. I mean,
2: oh, <laughs> 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 right, if you want to go first, West, we can make no, an way. amendment. No, I mean, I did honestly. It doesn't really matter. I didn't know I went first, and my brain doesn't work very well. <laughs> Yeah, okay. i'll go Take-
1: i have a huge fucking migraine <laughs> yeah all give, right well west, give check him in. West,
2: is, west is first all right in 2021 people will be ready to scream as the blob unleashes its terror on the big screen the blob part two is great for a multitude of reasons one is it's being produced by the powerhouse james wan another is a script is written by the phenomenal scott Kozar. and lastly the talent involved is monumental the amazing cast will help bring a sense of dread. A dynamics will bring the terror to, and tension to life. And finally, our director, Mike Flanagan, who again has proven repeatedly that he knows horror and will create one of the best modern pieces of horror. And horror is in right now. Every horror film that launches makes a massive amount of profit. And why else are movie studios and the movie business to make money? This is a story that needs told. And Newland has hired the best talent available. Uh, to make sure it's told correctly. The cult status of The Blob shows there is a market for this film, and let me say, what a film. Lastly, I wanted to leave you with one piece of news before we are done. NECA has obtained the license to produce The Blob toys. Expect to see their glory creations hit the shelves in October 2021. Thank
3: you. All right. Good job, good
2: job. Good way to close it out.
1: Expect to overpay for slime. Yeah, you get these cool. I mean, they already do if they're doing alien toys. Yeah,
2: you pour slime on them, it'd be fucking awesome seeing them melting inside slime.
3: (laughs) Are you ready, Jake?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good.
3: All righty. Go ahead and close your arguments.
1: All right, so pretty much the only argument against doing a labyrinth was either A, don't mess with the classic or B, we're only doing giant blockbuster movies, not these movies with cult followings. Wes has already picked a cult-following movie. I think that's a good idea. I think The Labyrinth is the better idea. Labyrinth has way more of a following than The Blob. When it comes down to it, if you walk up to somebody and you're like, hey, have you ever seen this movie called Labyrinth? Most of the time, they've at least heard of it. Blob, not so much. Then, you know, the other argument against the, The Labyrinth is... Don't touch a classic. Dude, we're making a sequel to Ghostbusters. That's the reason we are doing this episode of the podcast. If there's anything that's a classic, it's Ghostbusters, and yet they're doing a sequel of it, yet nobody seems to have a problem with touching that classic. Listen, it's a good idea. It's going to do well in the theaters, especially with this lineup, especially with who's involved. You have practical effects, and then you can even have the amazing Doug Jones in it, doing all the creatures and everything like that. I mean, he's one of the best parts of every movie he's in. You know, he was just coming off of Shape of Water. That was last year. You know, all that kind of stuff. He's in Star Trek Discovery. He's the best part of that show. And you have Guillermo del Toro who's just... Everything he touches is gold. That's just the facts. So, I don't even need to continue on this path of the closing arguments because... It feels futile because it's just the best idea of the three. All right. Jake coming through with the confidence.
3: Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. You have a lot of pressure on you, Mike. I'm not saying you're going (laughs) to crack. (laughs) Crack. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks. All right. Witness
4: tampering, sir.
3: (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. Go ahead and close it out so to
4: start the closing argument round i'm going to start with the fact that i didn't get my point across with my opening statement i should have been a little better at it but my goal was to make a movie that was so bad that it might give us hope that hollywood would stop bringing back old movies and relying on nostalgia checks to pay their bills And actually come up with original ideas again. Because it's been so many years. Yeah, we still get a couple movies sprinkled in throughout the year. But if it's not like a Marvel movie or a big summer blockbuster like uh, Fast and Furious, realistically, it's all just remakes. And anything other than that, it turns into an indie movie or an award movie that few people see. And it's kind of sad. Because... Back in the 80s and the 90s, like, you had tons of like original movies that would come out, and they were incredible, and that's
2: why they're remaking them all.
4: But out of these three movies, the one that needs made is Ferris Bueller's Laid Off, so that maybe if it bombs hard enough and turns off the crowd so much, they'll stop making reboots and
1: remakes and sequels and try to make the movie industry great again. And that's my closing argument. All right, man. That was... I was. I just have to say that, like, of course it'll bomb. Like, have you seen the way that Matthew Broderick looks? Like, have you seen the movie? <laughs> so yeah, like obviously
0: it's going to bomb. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes that's... it more realistic. He'd be offered a job. I'm make mean, a joke. But, like,
4: have you seen how David Bowie looks? Like, mm-hmm.
1: oh,
3: I don't know if that's.
4: Oh. I don't. I
2: don't think it's oh, okay. okay. I, I
1: think he's oh. <laughs> taken off for oh, insulting like, the star man wow
2: <laughs> Jesus. i mean this is why i went with a new cast have you seen Kenneth <laughs> <Lindsay? Nobody>
4: <laughs> thank uh, you wes for trying to take the heat off me and changing it
0: <laughs> well i mean th- th- this is this is the toughest round to um I-, I thought all three of you did a good job here um damn i i mean i was all pretty much set on what i had to do but i i kind of liked where Mike went with that, so it's it's a little tough for me. How how are you doing, Jamar? You got it figured out, or do you still need a minute?
3: I'm, like, literally, it's a toss-up right now. I know, I'm um. the same way. <laughs> um, Yeah, well, so what I'll say is, as you far as... You can't
1: give Mike the satisfaction for bombing the first round on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's,
3: it's... So it's not that. It, it, first all it
1: wasn't it's... on purpose. I just, I should have put more into my, my
4: teaser to get the point across than I was... I, I thought, I, I read more into it than what it was, so it wasn't on purpose, trust me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just the idea that, like, I like this show because we bring something new each week to try and, like, find a creative way, and that's why I, like, I kind of want to reward the creativity, but I also really, 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 like, you know, with Jake, like, closed it out well, so that's why I'm, like, having a tough time. Uh, I, I'm, I'm the same one. So, like, I mean, uh, well i'll start it with this this is how i have it um ah this is so hard all right i'm just gonna go i'll stick to it still give brownie points but i'm gonna stick to my guns and do this fair it's gonna be wes jake mike all right all right all right all
0: right and honestly i mean with it being said that way mike even if i were to give you second place on that it wouldn't matter so I'm just yeah. Go ahead and give it to
4: Jake. Jake. He he <laughs> won with his extra defend round.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my puns too, and go West, Jake, and Mike as well, uh, which is gonna make an, an unprecedented. I think this is our first time uh, double bitch of the week, is it not?
3: It it is. I mean this I've been bitch of the th- week multiple times, but not in a row. The first <laughs> the first in the history double bitch of the week,
0: uh, Mike. His uh, his BS Speech. meter might have Speech. might have ran out. Here. This this
2: feels like so fucking dark right now. Like <laughs> you're all, uh, you guys are both like, well, uh, yeah. Uh, this is a first. We're, we're in the dark timeline. Everybody <laughs> like has this, to grow to God a damn, so somber right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whoa, Wes! Congratulate bad. who 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 was the winner? Oh yeah, Wes, the,
0: Wes was the overall winner. He brought it strong. Wes came real prepared this week. You had a great argument for everything. And honestly, man, like the, when you were going through your opening, I wanted to see that movie and I've yeah. never even seen the original blob. So I give you huge yeah.
2: props for that. You really should. It's fucking rad.
3: Yeah, that was good. I will but... say, cause last week you were kind of like, ah, yeah. I don't know, you know, but this one you really, really like kicked out. So good. Thanks guys. Yeah, I give you, I give you props there. So Wes, the overall
0: winner, Mike, the double bitch of the week, Mike, do you have anything you want to say for yourself? Just check Discord. I, th- I think Mike disconnected.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, well, I, I guess
3: mean, can... he's still in here. I don't know. <laughs> just, uh... We love you, Mike. We
0: love you. We do love you. <laughs> we right. love you. Hopefully, we can get Mike a good topic to work with next week. Anyway, all right. Well, um, this took a turn. So, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the Fanboy Fight Club <laughs> podcast first rule of the fanboy fight club podcast is that you must talk about the fanboy fight we are media junkies flagship podcast but we offer so much more uh like i said before you can catch michael and i on the gimmick wrestling podcast you can also check out jamar on his new You gamer he and wes on the rogue agents division two podcast you can also buy shirts from mike on tpublic.com i don't know if he's gonna say anything about that right now or not Nope, nope, definitely not. So <laughs> you can also find all the content on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Media Junkie. And Jake will interact with you on our Facebook uh, and our Twitter at FBFC Podcast. And if you search Fanboy Fight Club on Facebook, you'll find our page. So that being said, uh, check us out on all your favorite podcast apps like Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Normally, I have some questions to outro the show, but I do them this time. Uh, So I guess the only one I'll ask, will Mike ever speak to us again? Find out the answers to that question and more on the next episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.
3: Bye. Okay.
1: Where are
3: we doing? Yeah, that's what I got to do.